Week 12, Thursday Night Football, Dolphins at Jets. Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Taking the Points podcast, part of the SB Nation NFL show presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with code SBNFL because there's more fun when you're in on the action. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Agent eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. I am Chris Dunnels, at Chris Dunnels on Twitter, joined as always by the one, the only, Jay Spence. Spence, say hello to the people. What's going on, everybody? Happy Thanksgiving. I don't know if if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving morning or if you're going to be listening to this Friday morning, which is the Jets game and the the Dolphins that we're going to be talking about. Yeah, yeah. So I guess we need to start with that, right? So Thursday, Thanksgiving Thursday, there's actually three games that the NFL is putting on in prime time, and the typical Thursday night football game is being moved to Friday night football, and that's the Dolphins to Jets game. So that's what we're going to cover here. The normal kind of Thursday night single football game slate is what we're going to cover, which is the super exciting Dolphins at Jets. But Spence, man, that intro is getting long. I feel like I need to add in like a without express written consent of Major League Baseball or a, you know, <laughs> any description, depiction or account of the game without the written consent of the NFL. This it does is, feel like that. Yeah. Or maybe I'm going to start reading side effects when I get done. Side effects. I was include. just going to say. Well, I was just going to say, as long as you don't get the one where it says, hey, if this is your uh, if this is you or your family, then you're uh, you're able or you're eligible for compensation if your family members took any of these medicines. I don't know. Stats might have to take this line out, but it's also one of those where I feel like if if I'm going to have to say if your erection lasts longer for four hours, please see a physician. (laughs) But but on that note, Dolphins and Jets, Dolphins. Minus 10 against the abysmal Jets. The Jets are terrible. They're terrible. Every team they've beat has been even more terrible. Shout out to your Bills. Uh, what are you thinking when you look at this game, Spence? Well, to be honest, the starting thing for me is the 10-point the spread. Like, I know, obviously, the Bills just beat them 32-6, to six, but Miami still has one of the best defenses. I mean, the Dolphins have one of the – I keep going to Miami. The Jets have one of the best defenses in the league. And just because last week they looked the way they look doesn't mean that that defense still isn't who they are. Sauce Gardner is still one of the best cornerbacks in the league. Last year, he was defensive player or defensive rookie of the year. Then, you know, I don't know. I, I understand that the offense can't score, but I, I think this defense is a lot better than a lot of people want to give them credit for at this point. Yeah, but at the same time, the Dolphins' offense has looked great. Now, I know two weeks ago against the Raiders, the Dolphins didn't look so hot, but last week they kind of rebounded a bit. Uh, Tua has played at an MVP caliber level Mm -hmm. Tyreek Hill. uh, If an MVP could ever go to a non quarterback, Tyreek Hill would definitely be in contention for that. He's certainly in contention for the offensive player of the year. Uh, But that Miami offense uh, can stick it to even the best defenses. Yeah, no, I agree. And and like I said, that's the first thing that jumped out. I'm not saying I necessarily disagree with it, but it just jumped out because it's a, it's a two, you know, when you're talking about 10 points for the spread, like that's really Vegas saying like, no, the, the Jets just aren't, they're not doing nothing. We're, they're going to get blown out. It's going to be a boring game. Don't watch it unless you like to see the Miami Dolphins score. And and that's, to me, it's um 
it's accurate, but it just jumped out because I do think that the Dolphins, if they had any type of play at quarterback, and we're going to talk about Tim Boyle at this point, but if, if they had any quarterback that could really move the ball, I think they they might have a better record at this point of the season than the Dolphins if they actually had a good quarterback. Yeah, yeah. If they had something that they don't have, then things might be different. Hot take, Spence. Great it's stuff. It's not a hot take. Great no, stuff. It's not a hot take because, no, no, I understand the sarcasm from where you're coming from. But at the same time, if you look at the way the season went, they came into the season thinking Aaron Rodgers was going to be their quarterback. They completely changed the offense around Aaron Rodgers. And then when Aaron Rodgers was injured on the first drive against the Bills in week one, then they threw Zach Wilson back in there with the same. It, they didn't retailer the offense to try and work for Zach. They it's they had the offense that was installed for him. No preparation. The kid knew that nobody freaking wanted him on the roster. And he goes out there and plays. So I just, I don't know. I think it's tough to beat up Zach Wilson in this situation. And now we got Tim Boyle. So I really think that, you know, this situation this year, they didn't prep Zach Wilson properly. They knew they wanted to move on from him. They knew they had Aaron Rodgers. Nobody wanted him. So I don't know. I just look at it a little differently where it's like, you know, you, you can have the jokes and we can say this stuff, but I can't put that on, on Zach. And I hate the Jets. You know, I'm a, I'm a Bills fan. So I hate everything about the Jets. They're not even in New York. Well, <laughs> right, yeah, I remember your hat your hat that I referenced a few weeks ago. But <laughs> let's get into it then. I mean, just be honest. You said the first thing that stood out to you was Dolphins minus 10. You said it's a, a big number. You talked about the Jets' defense. Does that mean you're, you're picking the Jets with the points there? No, no, that's why I said that. It's not that I disagree with it because now when you talk about Tim Boyle being the quarterback that's, you know, he's up to the challenge with this game. He has no experience. Being Aaron Rodgers' friend has to be fun because this is what, this is what pays off. Um, so who knows what this guy is going to – he could come out and he could be a complete surprise and he could throw for three touchdowns and all of us would be completely shocked. But I don't see it happening that way. I think I'm going to go with how you saw it earlier where you mentioned how Tyreek Hill is who he is and Tua's playing at an MVP caliber level. And uh, I just think that the, the offense of the Dolphins, I, I, man, they're they're scary. They're scary. Well, I got excited. I thought for a second you were actually going to be bold and pick the Jets there to at least cover no. the, the pinpoint spread at home. No, because even if, I feel like even if the Dolphins only score two touchdowns here, I'm not confident that the Jets can get in position to kick two field goals. So I, I still think that a 14 point win could be very I, I don't know that the offense, what I saw last week when they played the Bills, um, it just and now that they've actually benched Zach Wilson on top of it. I, there's nothing that makes me feel like Miami is in danger of losing or even not covering the spread. So we talk about this every week, but again, it's super important to to hit it each time. The odds that we're looking at right now, we're recording this Wednesday morning. So it's still super early. A lot of things can change. Uh, so anytime, if, if you think about placing a bet here, go back and look at the odds and make sure that they haven't moved but right now, Dolphins are minus 520 road mm -hmm. favorites against the Jets. That is wild. Meaning in order to win $100 on the Dolphins winning, you have to risk and wager $520 for the Dolphins uh, bet to pay off. On the flip side, the Jets, if you put just $100 on the Jets to, to shock the world and pull off the upset at home, that $100 bet will pay off 390 so, do you think there's anyone picking picking the Jets here? 
No, I mean, if if there are, it's Jets fans who are delusional because, uh, you know, like we just talked about the preface to this conversation. Now, there's no there's no offense with the Jets. So unless the defense comes out and gets three pick sixes and you know, <laughs> recovered fumble for a touchdown and a safety, which you bet one time this year and didn't hit. I just want to throw that out there. But unless they get a safety and all that stuff is not going to happen. So, no. Well. That's a great transition from my bets that didn't hit, which, by the way, let's talk about that real quick and get it out of the way. <laughs> you just want you have to apologize, right? Go ahead and apologize. You don't know. No, I'm not apologizing. The Cincinnati Bengals need to apologize for whatever might have been going on with Joe Burrow. The NFL is investigating that. Uh, and obviously, Burrow then got hurt. Those, those two things could absolutely not be related. I, I do enjoy a fun conspiracy theory, though. Uh, I've heard reports now that this alleged glove thing on his wrist might have just been a, a glove that had no index finger and, and middle finger to use like an iPad. That might have just been an iPad glove instead of just a wrist brace. But the conspiracy theory is he was wearing a wrist brace before the game, was never identified on the injury report, then injures that same wrist and is now done for the season. So, mm-hmm. of course, what, if you go back and listen to last week's podcast, Take a shot every time I say Joe Burrow's name and you're plastered halfway through because I'm talking up the Bengals offense. I'm talking up what Joe Burrow can do. He's he or the Bengals offense are a part of every single parlay. So I don't have a single bet pay off last week. And instead of being humble and recognizing that we're all human and recognizing that we all make mistakes instead, like the good millennial I am, I'm going to blame someone else. And this is all Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals' fault. So on behalf of Joe Burrow and behalf of the Cincinnati Bengals, I apologize. So, But you didn't have that same grace on me when when Justin Fields was out. So I'm just, I'm just I not understanding to... how you're – no, wait. I'm just trying to understand how you want sympathy and you, and you don't want the blame here. But when Justin Fields was out and none of mine hit that week, you were like, oh, but it doesn't matter, Spence, because you just picked the wrong thing. No, Chris, you picked the wrong bets. How All right, two things, two things. Number one, stop living in the past, Spence, okay? I don't <laughs> recall what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's point one. Point two, hypothetically, if I did recall what you were talking about, Justin Fields was on the injury report all week. So there was at least some risk associated with him not playing. But that's hypothetically if I remember what you're talking about. But I don't because that's in the past. I'm living in the here and now. And Spence, you deserve it. Stats, ring the bell. For the first time in who knows how many weeks, someone on this podcast finally hit the first (laughs) score of the game. Dude, I texted you as soon as it happened. I'm like, I hit the freaking first. <laughs> like, it finally lost the happened. First score. It's been like, I don't know. I don't even know if stats has this kind of tracked. I, I feel like it's probably been like seven weeks since we hit the it, first. It might have been game. since like week one or two. Like, it, it was pretty obnoxious how bad we were at this and how often whatever we were leaving was the thing that happened. Mm-hmm. It, it was comical, and we couldn't have tried to do that if that was our goal. But you know what? We've got a streak going now. One is a streak, Spence. So that's first. Well, that's at week seven, just so you know. So we, okay. we did it at week seven. I hit on Jags TD, and then I hit this. So it just it seems like I'm the one that hits. But go ahead. Let's move on. I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we hit it once in week <laughs> seven, but I'm sure after that and before that, we sucked. Yeah, but, after we definitely did. 
regardless, new week, new game, new streak coming. Let's build on it. First score of the game. Here are our odds. Dolphins touchdown at plus 150. That's the best odds. Dolphins field goal at plus 275. Then if you want to start thinking on the Jets scoring as the first score, the odds start getting a little wilder. Jets Hmm. field goal at plus 350. And Jets touchdown at plus 400. Spence, you got it last week. So what are you feeling this week? This week, I'm thinking uh, Dolphins touchdown for the first score. And I'm actually, I know we're not kind of at any further point of the show, but I'll, I'll kind of give you a teaser here. I'm going to say Tyreek Hill with the first score. <laughs> That's going to happen. All right. Dolphins touch. I mean, I like it. Uh, I would probably pick that myself, but I'm not going to. Before I throw my pick out, I'm going to have the incomparable stats come and join us. The GOAT himself. The GOAT. Stats, what you got? First score. So I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but I wanted to take Dolphins touchdown as well. Can I throw my hat in the ring for that? Or do you want me to just pick something else so that we cover more ground? No, no, no. If if what you want is Dolphins touchdown, and that's in your heart, do it. All right. Mark me in for Dolphins touchdown. All right. So I'm on the record saying that Dolphins touchdown is also what I would have independently bet on, but I'm not scared, okay? I am willing now, and, and I'll put my, my money where my mouth is. I'm going to go Dolphins field goal. I'm not going super crazy. I'm not saying the Jets score first. I'm not just drunk this Wednesday morning. But Dolphins field goal, plus 275. Let's hit it. It's my time to shine. It's my time to get one of these first scores right. So I'm going Dolphins field goal. I like it. Anything that has Dolphins to score first, whether it's a field goal or a touchdown, I think – you know, obviously, DraftKings agrees, which is why those odds are better. But, uh, you know, I just don't trust the Jets, man. I don't I don't know if they're going to score before. So before the touchdown against the Bills, they went 12 quarters, 12 quarters before scoring a touchdown. I just yeah. Give me Miami all day. So I'm excited that I feel like that means you're going to have a lot of either anti Jets or pro Dolphins legs in your parlays this week. So. For those who are listening for the first time, which if you are, shame on you for listening for the yeah. first time. We're, we're 12 weeks in now. Jeez. But if you are, uh, we usually come up with a series of multiple par legs, each typically three legs. Uh, one a little more conservative than gradually becoming a little more aggressive as you go. Something you can just try to find to make the game a little more interesting. So my conservative parlay historically is one that just tries to double your money. So it's not the sexiest of parlay. So I'll start with that one before we have spin share his. So my conservative parlay is three legs, and it's pretty simple. Dolphins money lines the first leg. So Dolphins just have to win. And we, we talked about them being minus 520 uh, favorites here. So that seems like a gimme. Mm-hmm. Dolphins over 23 and a half. I also talked about their offense and the combination of Tyreek and Tua. That's Dolphins over essentially 24 points and jets under 20 and a half points for all the reasons you started to allude to for the struggles the jets offense might have jets is a team under 20 and a half if all three of those legs hit dolphins win dolphins score 24 or more jets get 20 or less that is plus 110 so a hundred dollar bet you're doubling our money plus an extra 10 bucks yeah, no, I like it. I like it. I think all of those for me, uh, I might actually play that, man. I might play that one for you. But I'm going to go with my conservative. First, let me say this. I hope they both lose. Can I say that? I don't know. It, it, can that happen? 
I don't even want to tie. I want both of them to lose. I hate both these teams. You want to throw in the other AFC East team that's not the Bills in there. We're not going to name them because they suck too. I hope off. I just lose. Both teams lose. Anyway, conservative. I'm going plus 146. We're starting off the same here. I got Miami money line. Then I have that Tariq Hill anytime touchdown that I was talking about earlier. And I'm going to go to it for over one and a half touchdowns. So he just has to throw two touchdowns, one of them to Tariq Hill, and then the Dolphins have to win. And that's for plus 146. I love that one. I love it. Uh, I think it is obviously slightly more aggressive than mine. But Tyreek Hill has had two games this season, two, where he hasn't had a touchdown. Mm -hmm. That is absolutely wild. So, yeah, he's the Christian McCaffrey of wide receivers right now where you can almost guarantee he's going to score. Uh, So a Tyreek Hill touchdown is absolutely on the board. Tua just throwing two, only two uh, passing touchdowns when their running game isn't incredible. Like, it's fine, but it's not like they've got a Saquon Barkley, a uh, even a Brees Hall there at running back that they try to lean on. They, they lean on Tua. That offense goes as Tua goes. So Tua throwing two passing touchdowns, your bet seems like free money. Let's go. Well, uh, Devin or Devon, I always say it wrong, A-Chain, uh, he's a – before his knee injury, he was starting the season off to look like one of those running backs that you named, man. And it's unfortunate that last week he was uh, re-injured with his knee during the game. I don't know if he's going to be available or not for this game. It sounds like he's been practicing in a limited capacity. I don't know. Like, I, I agree with you, too. I, I would like to – I didn't throw him in any of my parlays because it's it just the uncertainty we're on through. But, man, did, if you remember back to, like, those first few weeks of the season, man, he was tearing the league apart. He was like – yardage and touchdown wise he was ahead of everybody by a wide margin well it wasn't even just him if you remember so i don't i think he was probably a third string coming into the season i believe if i'm remembering i think jeff wilson Mm -hmm. was originally going to be the starter and then he got hurt and then it became raheem mostert and mostert Mm -hmm. started the season off super hot leading most fantasy teams he was on each week to a win Mm -hmm. then uh a-Chain shows up, and he becomes the new one, and then now he gets hurt. So it's been a string of bad luck for running backs. Uh, I don't know if it's just opposing defenses not being able to stack the box to try to protect against the run because they know the threat that Tyreek and Tua pre- you know, present in the passing game. So I don't know how much of it we can say is just one single player because we've seen two this season do well, but... Mm-hmm. I stand by the the original premise that that offense goes as Tua goes, and it is a pass first, and the the passing game opens up the running game as opposed to many other offenses that kind of work the reverse, where they use the run game to then open things up for passing. No, Tua is going to try to dice you apart. You're going to have to prepare to defend the the pass, and that might make you then more susceptible to be gashed in the running game. Yeah, no, I agree. You're you're absolutely right about the team going through the passing game completely you know everything with hill and then you add in waddle it's just it's insane um it's insane let me let me speaking of waddle so my aggressive uh parlay is is like chris mentions we always do the conservative aggressive and then a crazy one my uh aggressive one this week is plus 320 i'm gonna go with Jalen waddle for any time touchdown i'm gonna say Tariq hill will have 40 plus yards receiving 
And then I'm going to say the only thing that the Jets will be able to do to move the ball today, Brees Hall will have 50 yards rushing. Other than that, man, I, I think it's going to be bleak for that offense of the Jets. So, again, for plus 340, Jalen Waddle, anytime touchdown scorer, Tariq Hill, 40-plus receiving yards, and Brees Hall rushing plus 50 yards. So there are your two Tua passes, right? Your two Tua That's passing it. touchdowns. Well, at least one two. One to Tyree yeah. and, and one to, to Waddle. Yeah. Your problem is, is the Jets are going to have the opposite problem that – I just talked about with the Dolphins that the Dolphins are going to come in and say, no, Tim at quarterback, you're going to have to beat us. You're going to have to like, throw it. Yeah. They're going to not let Brees Hall beat them. Mm -hmm. uh, so they're going to stack the box. So while 50 rushing yards isn't a lot, it's going to be hard. If Brees Hall were to get 50 receiving yards, which I think is possible. It's going to be one of those where it's like on an absurd amount of carries at a super low uh, average rush per carry. I can see that. I mean, this game, unless he to, to be honest, what I what I see happening is there has to just be a one play where it's a mistake, where somebody misses a tackle and he breaks it for 30 yards or something like that. And then the rest of the game, like you mentioned, he's just a you know, he gets 40 carries for one and a half yard per carry. It's going to be horrible for him, man. So my aggressive parlay, slightly more aggressive than yours. We're at plus 360. So three legs. First leg, total turnovers in the game under two and a half. So both teams combine for two or less turnovers. I don't think there's going to be a whole lot of turnovers here. Uh, Boylan might throw a pick, but I, I think that offense is just going to be punting a lot. So And turnovers on downs, it's important to mention, on, on a bet that includes total turnovers, a turnover on downs doesn't count. So total turnovers, under two and a half. First half field goals, under two. I think that, again, the Jets are going to punt and the Dolphins are going to score touchdowns. And then Dolphins are the last team to score in the game. Those three yeah. legs, total turnovers, under two and a half. First half field goals, under two. And Dolphins last to score, that's plus 360. I can get with that. I think that's a good one. Well, let me go right into my what would normally be my crazy parlay, but I, I'm shifting things up a little bit. Spence probably still has one. I don't have a crazy parlay this week. I have a single bet. And okay. one leg in my aggressive parlay was first half field goals under two. And I explained that it's because I think the Jets aren't even going to be able to move the ball to get in the field goal range, and the Dolphins, when they get in field goal range, are going to be punching in the end zone. So I'm not saying this is a great bet. I'm just saying this is going to be a fun one. No team in the game kicks or makes, that is, a field goal that is plus 2,500. If there's not a single successful field goal in the game, that's plus 2,500. You can view that as a series of parlays. You can view that as, you know, Dolphins don't kick a field goal in the first half. Dolphins don't kick a field goal in the second half. And, and same for the Jets. So you can view it as a parlay if you want. But generally on DraftKings, it's a single bet. No team kicks a field goal at plus 2,500. See, my only issue with that is that your first score is Dolphins field goal. So you're betting right. against yourself. I am begrudgingly because, again, I, I want it to be Dolphins touchdown. One of these two is going to hit. Okay. I, I'm, I'm just, spreading it out. The Dolphins field goal is plus 275. I just, so, I just want the listeners to understand that this guy is the one that he basically asked for your forgiveness about the Joe Burrow bets that he placed last week. And now he's telling you, hey, bet against yourself. So bet for a Dolphins field goal and then bet against a Dolphins field goal. You know what? what you saying. know what? Screw you, Spence. 
Jets touchdown. Jets touchdown plus 400. Yes. Yes. Let's go. You see what I did there, stats? I walked them into it, man. Jets touchdown plus 400. The worst odds of the first score. I'm hitting it, and you're going to come crying to me next week. Dude, I am going to die laughing if the Jets actually score a touchdown for the first score of the game. I promise you. This is like the fifth time in the history of the show that I've been, and we've only done this one season now for 12 weeks, where I've been talked into changing a bet. I'm so bad well, you at that. Well, you walked me back into one. I can't remember which one, but but yeah. I regret it taking that one too. But for me, I still have a crazy parlay here. I'm going to go for fifth, plus 1,500. Um, I'm going to say the Dolphins t- are going to win by 19 to 24 points. So as long as it falls, within, that's where I'm going, man. That's where I'm going. 19 to 24 points. Tim Doyle will have under 160.5 passing yards and Tua will have over 21 and a half passing completions. So if Tua and this Miami offense looks the way that they've looked all season, I think he'll be fine. I don't I don't have any faith in Tim Doyle at this point. And then, like I said, I think uh, the Dolphins, if they, you know, they're just going to win, man. They score three, four touchdowns. The, the Dolphins, if they get the one that you get on your first score, then, you know, that's fine. But, but no, I don't see them scoring enough to keep up with, with the Dolphins at all. Yeah, I like it. You know what? If there was another bet that you could make, uh, and, and maybe there is, and I just didn't look hard enough, for just generally a trick play in the game, I would probably place that bet. I think this is one where the Jets are going to come kitchen sink. And I wouldn't be shocked to see, you know, even on the first drive, Jets' first drive of the game, if they're near, you know, near midfield but still on their side of the ball you know maybe at their own 40 and they're going to punt maybe you see a fake punt early something like that i could see the jets trying to steal one i can see it too but i don't think it's going to be successful so <laughs> so i could see it 100 percent. i would place that bet like you know hey a trick play to happen here or there yeah i would absolutely place it but i just i don't see anything being successful for this jets offense and that's that's uh that's pretty tough and and stats corrected me here I think I said Tim Doyle because I typed it wrong in my thing but earlier I probably said Tim Boyle but uh the quarterback for the Jets tonight Aaron Rodgers friend or this Friday I should say is Tim Boyle I apologize for mispronouncing his name there it's fine Uh, Tim who like honestly right who yeah it's that Snoop meme who (laughs) so for your bet of the week I'm assuming you have Tim Boyle Doyle uh with three passing touchdowns is your bet of the week for this game right I actually, well, I have to, well, because I, so initially when we were prepping for this show, I, I kind of prepped differently. So I actually had a bet of the week for the entire league that included this Jets game. Um, but we switched that up. So I got, I'm going to go to the first one. My bet of the week is Tariq Hill first touchdown score. And that's at plus 450. And that's why I talked about earlier when I'm talking about my conservative pick. Look, he's an anytime touchdown score, but he's going to, you mentioned that he has nine touchdowns on an 11 week season. So far for him, he's been phenomenal. Um, I don't. I think he should be in consideration for MVP. I know you talked about Tua. I think Tariq Hill, I know he's a wide receiver. They only give it to quarterbacks. They need to really think about this award going forward because Tariq Hill is insane. So first touchdown score for Tariq Hill, plus 450. And then I also, I'm going to give another one that's a little bit less aggressive, a lot less aggressive actually, plus 120. I'm going to say New York Jets under 13 and a half point score. So you have written this entire script for the game, I feel like. Dude, your cheeks. So you're saying the Dolphins score first on a passing touchdown from Tua to Tyreek. Yep. 
Then Tua throws another touchdown, at least one, to Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Then wins by a very specific point, like range, a, a band of nineteen to twenty-four points. Yeah. Like if you combine all your bets, you you have written a game script here. You know what? You've the NFL needs the script. Yeah. Remember, they they were doing scripts every season. They should throw me in here for some of these games that you know I don't even charge a lot. I, you know, my my rate is very affordable. Well, my bet of the week is, man, it, it sounds boring now. It's it's only plus one ten. And I'm saying at the end of the first half, the Dolphins have over 13 and a half points. That's it. So if the Dolphins, you know, have two touchdowns, that's 14 points. They're not kicking field goals, remember? Because we said no no team's kicking a field goal in the game. So when they when they get their two touchdowns, their first touchdown to Tyreek Hill, and then their second one to Jalen Waddle in the first half, just to knock Spence's bet out super early, that's plus 110. I'm with it. I, li- I like it. I like it. And I know I don't need to ask, but stats. Do you have your bet of the week? I do. Of course I do. I'm going to go Garrett Wilson under 51 and a half receiving yards for the game. First of all, like you guys have been saying, I'll show. I don't think Tim Boyle with a B is going to do anything with the football. So I don't expect a lot of passing yards total from the Jets. But also, let's not forget, he's going to be guarded by Jalen Ramsey all night long and i know that garrett wilson's really good but so is jalen ramsey so i just don't see garrett wilson going over 51 and a half i feel very comfortable with it you know what stats i love that because um i think i read something yesterday that when ram this season obviously he's been out for a good portion of the season with his knee injury but when jalen ramsey has played this year quarterbacks have a 0.0 passer rating when targeting receivers going in his direction. So that literally means that they just suck anytime that they're throwing in Jalen Ramsey's direction. So no stats. I think that that would be a, a very good bet if he's going to be shadowing uh, Wilson is especially with the quarterback situation. I, th- I love that bet. Which means for you, Spence, Garrett Wilson is clearly your Thor award winner of the week, right? Of course not. I'm actually going to throw a curveball in here, and I'm going to go Jalen Waddle. I, I think Tariq Hill is going to have a huge game. I think Tua is the architect of the offense, obviously, but I think Jalen Waddle is going to have one of those games because it, it's been a couple of games since we've seen like one of those blow up 150 yard. He has them. Um, I think we've. It's been a while since we've seen it. So I think Sauce Gardner might. Hill is going to get a touchdown, but I think Sauce is going to stop him from being the focal point like we see every week, and I think. You know, Jalen Waddle is going to go off and have a day. He's going to have multiple scores here. I'm going to give him two touchdowns. And and the script keeps growing, right? So specific with this game. So before I say my Thor award, I, I think stats play the sound effect. The power of Thor! We have to do it. We had to, we had to do it. I'm sorry, Spence. But mine's going to be super exciting. I'm going Tyreek Hill. It's consistent with everything I said. Obviously, I could go with Tua just because he's a quarterback. And for some of the reasons you mentioned about Sauce Gardner and saying, you know what, Tyreek Hill might not have a monster game. But if Jalen Waddle has a good game, if Tyreek is able to get at least one score, that means Tua has a great game. I mean, you're, you're giving Tua three passing touchdowns right now. So it's easy to say Tua. And I, I think we, we've talked about this before. It's easy to just pick a quarterback for either team and say that quarterback's going to be uh, the highest fantasy score, the Thor Award winner any given week. But I'm going to go Tyreek Hill. I think he has another monster game. And in order to car- try to make it a little more special, I'll say he's over 100 receiving yards again. 
I think he goes over 100 receiving yards with a touchdown, which isn't a guarantee. I mean, he's had one, two, three, four weeks where he's been under 100. So it's not just absurd <laughs> to say uh, that that's a possibility. But I think even with Sauce Gardner, I think Tyreek goes over 100 receiving yards and gets a touchdown. So he's my Thor Award winner this week. Listen, I'd like it. He's on my fantasy. He's on three of my fantasy teams. So I'd like it. But I do want to remind the listeners, last week for Thor, Chris picked Joe Burrow. I just want to throw that out there. Just just saying. So, again, he's – I just want to throw that out there. Go ahead. Cat got your tongue. Yeah, and again, <laughs> Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, you have made the list. You have joined the Washington Commanders, all three of their fans, Kadarius Tony. Foster Moreau and anyone else that I might be forgetting right now. All of you. You're you're all dead to me. Every single one of you. Ugh. What way to rub it in. I did actually. Yeah. Well, I just just wanted to remind that I actually did win for the Thor Award of the Week last week. And um just but okay, go ahead. Congrats on winning one. Congrats on you know what? One stats play a simple bill form. Are you kidding me? I've been killing you. You know this what? It's, it's a sympathy bell. It's a, it's a sympathy bell, but it also is deserved because you did come out on the winning side of our Marvel bet of the week. That too. So our right. Thor award is usually our transition to our MCU Marvel trivia question. Which, by the way, Spence, have you seen stats? Come on board. Have either of you seen the Marvels yet? I saw it this past week. No, I was actually. I plan on going to see it this weekend. Actually, I have not seen it. It was good. I mean, it, it's not one of the best MCU movies of all time, and it's been getting a lot of hate online. I think it's just a happy, enjoyable time at, at the movies. And I will say without spoiling anything, maybe I'm a little biased because of the overall feeling I had when I left the movie theater, and that makes me think of the movie more fondly. But the way the movie ends, both the end scene plus the post credit scene, make me so excited for things that are coming up very soon and a lot of stuff that's going to be finally connecting so i'll just put that little tease out there well i would say that marvel they have to do something because i feel like they're losing their fan base completely like you know since the avengers everything that they've put out to me has has been subpar it it just hasn't been on the same level as the stuff that we're used to so no they have to do something so i'm glad that you have that excitement and that optimism after leaving i hope i have the same feeling this weekend well that means spence you get the first crack at our mcu trivia question stats hit them with it i know you got it spence this should be easy for a man of your talents name all the avengers that have picked up mjolnir thor and captain america final answer is there a third that you're because you're looking at me like it should be? I'm gonna yes. Oh, the is. um. No, no, no. He he already got it. It's vision. No, you said final answer, and then you did, you can have it since you said it out loud though. But you I did you said final answer, and I didn't say it. But go for it. You got you go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Chris, I think you screwed that up. I think he's no, going to go with two, and then you said final answer, and he never confirmed that it was and his I never final confirmed. answer. Well, because we I'm had to. We had you can't to. jump the gun. No, you can't jump the two. gun. He, you no. Thought, okay. Let Every time you go first, eyes. I give look, look you patiently. Look at me in the eyes, Spence. Look me in the eyes. Did you know it was three? 
when you be honest, when you said, when you said is it too look then i thought deeper I'm exactly you. So when you said is it too no. i thought deeper and then i remembered but at so first, that's a no that's a no to my question you didn't know it you didn't know it that's not didn't know it stats chris you know no, what? Give, Chris, give Spence his sympathy. Just because you no, just because you always jump the gun and you start to throw out answers before it's your turn, you can't be upset at somebody else for that. You did that previously a couple weeks you ago. You got slow. mad at me. For- you were too slow. No, Chris, you were Deshaun no. you Jackson. Have to give you people- dropped the ball before crossing the goal Absolutely. line. Nope. You got you- to give people their chance to process, man. You didn't know it. That's the point. The Uh-oh. point is to see who knows Another it L. and you didn't know it. I, see, I think you're wrong. You're outvoted on this one. Yeah, fine. I just Give think you Spence. caught another you're L like anyway. last week. You're gonna you're That's gonna lose it anyway. Go ahead, Spence. That's fine. That's fine. Well, <laughs> it's sort of anticlimactic because I know the answer to the question, but the the bet that I was going with was Tim Boyle over or under 160 and a half passing yards. But I believe you had that in one of your parlays. Yes. That he's so, like, that's in my crazy part of So I'm going to go under with that. If you want to throw something else out, you can. But I'm definitely taking the under there for Tim no, Boyle. You know what? Screw it. I'm taking the over. Do it. You're going. <laughs> Let's do go. it. Jets Tim touchdown on the first score, and now you're going over Tim Boyle p- passing yards. Tim Boyle, Boyle, have Boyle a, uh, Tim Boyle Doyle is going to have 200 Boyle passing Doyle. yards. And... Dude, you butcher these guys' names, man. What are you? What are you doing? What are you talking about? I, me and and Timmy Timmy B t- slash Timmy D are are BFFs. We're DFFs even. Um, <laughs> Better the week across the NFL slate. Uh, for I'm me, going, I'm, no, no, oh, no, ahead, no, no, no. I'm jumping the gun, Spence. <laughs> Go I'm going to talk it. first. Go Jeez. for it. <laughs> I'm going Giants money line. They are right now. Home underdogs to the Patriots. I like where we're talking about these backup quarterbacks stepping up, stepping in for uh, injured starters. I like what I've seen out of the Giants and their offense now. Saquon Barkley's getting more involved again. So I think the Giants can pull off the technical upset against the Patriots. So if the Giants win, that is plus 136. So it's, it's actually a not favorited bet for my bet of the week. I actually like it too, because I feel like um, there's a lot of uncertainty with the Patriots right now. I don't even think by the the end of the season, I don't think Mac Jones is going to be the starter. Bill Belichick has not committed to him as a starter. He's obviously going to start, but he hasn't committed yet. And he's like, I told everybody to be prepared. So they're in this place now where they're also in quarterback purgatory. So, so we'll see what happens, man. And as a Bills fan, like I mentioned earlier, I hate them all. I hate them all, man. I want them all to lose. So I'm which I love that bet. For me, I'm actually going to go um, Cleveland money line over Denver. You're going to get 114 for that. It's plus 14 for the money line for Cleveland Browns over Denver. I said it all year, even when Deshaun Watson was there. He, um, they have the type of defense that they can win games with bad quarterback play. They did it last week. They're going to do it again this week against a lesser team in Denver. Uh, so I'm I'm all in on Cleveland's defense, man. I think they have the defensive player of the year over there. I think they have just the best, fastest unit, the nastiest unit. Uh, that's probably not good to say with Deshaun Watson on the roster, but they have a, a, a very, a very strong defense. So I'm going to go with Cleveland. Listen, I mean, for everything we talk about with Cleveland, the Broncos are trending up right now. They have been playing exceptionally well of late under Sean Payton, Russell Wilson is starting to look better. So uh, that that's that's a scary one for me. Uh, 
for me, I, I still think the, the Broncos uh, win that one, but we'll see. See, I, I'm, and I, I can see why they, like I said, they won four in a row and including my bills and the chiefs. And so they, they're on a good run here, but I think that's part of it. I think that they're kind of like riding high and they're kind of feeling themselves. I've been watching some interviews with, with, with Russ and, and a couple of the other players. And now it's like, oh yeah, we found our swag. They just got this vibe. Like they think that they're it. And I'm telling you that Cleveland defense, man, you got to remember they beat, they beat the Ravens a couple weeks ago. They beat like they've, they're winning some big games and they're doing it on the backs of their defense. And to me, yeah, but Deshaun Watson still played in that game. Yeah, but he, and... Okay. Let's look at this last week. Did you think that they were going to win with, with Dory? I mean, now we talk about quarterback names. I, I don't even know this guy. He has two last names. I don't even know his full name. Do you, you, you thought that the Cleveland Browns were going to win this past week? No, but I, I, well, here's what I can say. As a Saints fan, I've seen Sean Payton. And when you talk about the the kind of cockiness of we're, we're riding high, we're, we've got momentum now, that is a real thing in a Sean Payton team. And it's something that actually trends up. When, they, when Sean Payton has his team believing in themselves like that, that is a bad thing to be on the other side of. So I've seen it before in New Orleans. It's not one where Icarus flies too close to the sun. This is one where if Sean Payton and Russell Wilson start thinking that they finally got things figured out, then holy crap, they might have finally gotten things figured out. Okay. Well, I'll be looking. I'll be watching that game closely, man. Uh, and um, I'll be sure to text you after just to see it. Cause for, on one hand, I hope you're right. I'll be honest. I'm a, I'm a Russell Wilson fan. I really like Russell Wilson. I, I like, um, I know he gets a lot of bad uh, prep or, or as maybe not prep. He gets a lot of bad attention from the media um, and some players. I don't think it's warranted. I think there's a lot of times when guys are misunderstood that they just catch hate. I like him a lot. I would love for them to figure it out and for him to look like the quarterback that he used to look like in Seattle. Uh, but I, I don't know. I just, after seeing the way they started and I just think, cause even the games that they've won, like against, I remember the bills specifically cause I was at, you know, like I'm, it, they didn't win in convincing fashion. It takes a lot of good. It takes a lot of good bounces to go their way for them to win these games. And with a defense like Cleveland, they just don't make mistakes on defense. They just don't. And the mistakes that the Bills made, the mistakes that the Chiefs made, I don't see Cleveland making on defense. We'll see. It'll be a fun one. Definitely, we'll have to uh, text during that game. But yeah, to to kind of close us out, stats. What's your bet of the week for this week? Uh, I hate to do it to you, Spence, but I'm taking the Eagles over the Bills, and I'll even give the three and a half points. To me, these are two teams in completely different states right now. You've got the Eagles where no matter what happens, they find a way to win. They're mm -hmm. all pulling in the same direction, right? That game against the Chiefs, they're down 10 points. No problem. Jalen Hurts leads them back. The Bills, I don't know what's going on with the Bills. You can't score sometimes. Stefan Diggs is is seemingly getting mad and his brother's talking about leaving town. Something is not right inside that Bills locker room. I don't feel like everybody's pulling in the same direction. The season is getting away from them, and I, I think that Philly's going to stomp them. I really do. That's a good take. I, I don't I don't know. Uh, I agree with you. It's a lot of confusion. It's a lot of things that you're not – it's just not clear. I don't know if I agree about the Stefan Diggs unhappy thing. I think that's a lot of things that's been blown out of proportion because he stopped talking and other people do. But as far as the offense and as far as what we've been seeing, I agree with you. I, I'm hoping that last week with the change of the offensive coordinator, 
Um, now we have interim Joe Brady in there, and and the offense looked different. We had motion before the play. We had play action passes. We had screens. We had so I'm hoping that the Bills' offense looks a lot more like we saw this last week versus what we've seen for the seven weeks prior. So uh, if it doesn't, I, I agree. Stats will go into Philly and get blown out probably. If if the Bills have figured it out on offense, then I think it could go a different way. I actually did pick the Eagles this week as well to win. Listen, this is going to be a tough one. Um, I'm not sure. I, I didn't feel this way to begin the season, and I'm not saying this just to be a hater. I'm not sure the Bills make the playoffs. Like – the AFC they stack, still, bro. They, they still might. They they still might. But I had it as a certainty coming in. Like yeah, I, I was sure. basically they, they were one of the ones I had penciled in for the AFC championship game, or at least in contention to, to get to the the division round. I'm not sure they make the playoffs. Dude, I had them taking the AFC East. Yeah. They're not. They're not. It it, it is wild right now. And then on the flip side, my Saints are so bad. The NFC is so trash, and the NFC South is the trashiest of the trash. The Saints might make the playoffs if they can just win like three games on an easy schedule. <laughs> so what that means is my Saints are better than your Bills, Spence. No, it just means that you know. No, no, no. That's good. That's good. Guys no, my, the Saints are the Saints are better than the Bills. <laughs> we're gonna have. We're still gonna and, have more wins than your. And Saints. on that note. Stats, hit us with the outro. Wait, wait, real home. quick. But wait, because we just talked about the bets of the week. Before we take us home, take us home. But I do want to mention that both Stats and myself hit on our All right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Like, share, subscribe. I just wanted to throw that like, out. Like, share, subscribe. <laughs>